It's a new episode of Unleashed Cast, and it's another quick chat with someone from Unleashed World 2022. Yes, on day two, I spoke to the United Nations High Commission for Refugees, Rima Masood. She's the head of Emergency and Security Learning Unit, and we talked about her experiences of the last two years, how the pandemic and other things have changed her approach to learning and everyone that she works with. Obviously, her work is high stakes, so it was fascinating to find out exactly what goes on in an agency such as the UNHCR. It was great to get Rima's thoughts on a few issues and to see what she made of Unleashed World 2022. I'm here on the, the morning of day two with Rima Masood, Senior Learning Development Officer for the UNHCR, United Nations High Commission, High Commissioner for Refugees. First of all, how's your experience of the show? How's it going? Well, John, it's good to be here. Uh, we're, we're, we're glad to be part of this uh, big conference where you have uh, so far brought the best speakers. It's been very uh, inspiring for uh, for me and my colleagues who are here also. Um, and it's, uh, we, we're, we're going to come out of this with a lot of uh, food for thought. Perfect. That's, yeah. the, that's the best thing we can possibly hear, you know, for, for delegates, which is great. Um, there's lots of themes developing, I think. Uh, one thing, one theme that we sort of predicted uh, or, or, or tried to drive a lot of the content towards and the talks uh, at this event is the theme of purpose. And you saw in the video this morning before the keynote speech a kind of a potted history of HR and how it's changed. And in the 2020s, one of the things that people talk about a lot is, is the role of the, the employee and the role of purpose as well. Um, is this something that's changed for your organisation in the last two or three years, do you think? I think when it comes to um, the United Nations uh, Agency for Refugees, our purpose has been there. It's, it's because we work, we are with refugees, we work with the uh, persons of concern that we, uh, we are mandated to take care of, including internally displaced people. However, we cannot deny that um, COVID and the pandemic was disruptive. I think it shook everyone, and you can see it even here during the conference that everyone is uh, uh, is talking about how they survived uh, the pandemic. For us, it was also disruptive. We have we have uh, staff across the world who also are frontline workers, um, and emergencies did not stop during that time, uh, unfortunately. Uh, so we had to. Uh, go through it, we stayed to deliver, and um, that had a big impact on the staff and the workforce. Luckily, uh, through the post-pandemic, um, at least at the level of uh, HR, we did take a pause to think, reflect, and confirm the why. Um, people, people were um, working remotely for quite a long period of time. It generated a lot of new ideas. It was an opportunity at the same time as it was a challenge for everyone. But I think we we emerged from that strongly. It's good to hear. Um, to kind of zero in a bit more on the work that you do in learning and development, how has that changed for you, if, if at all, in the last couple of years? It, it, it really changed. And um, as you know, COVID has accelerated um, any progress that would have taken probably five to 10 years for that. So in, in, in the realm of uh, learning and development, it was also an opportunity to connect with everyone who's working in the field and trying to see what they are doing uh, during the pandemic. Again, for um, an, uh, an emergency agency as, uh, as us, we had to continue to deliver learning um, for our workforce as we are preparing them to be respond to respond to emergencies across the world. 
the technology has been really amazing and what emerged during the pandemic uh, was also great. We've used simulations, online simulations, for example, to, um, for emergency. We continue to, um, to deliver learning for even a bigger crowd because now we're doing it online. So we managed to reach out to more, uh, to more learners. While when it's face-to-face, -face, it's a heavy logistic process. It's rewarding. We're not comparing both, by the way, because it's like you're comparing oranges and apples. But still, the purpose has been served. Um, I think what, during the past two years, there is more reliance on technology, but also uh, more linkages with the whole talent um, uh, talent management within the agency. So how to link learning to uh, career development, how to link learning to the skill set that are required uh, for us to remain relevant, to have an agile workforce that is highly mobile and uh, delivers once requested. Do you think these are the things that are going to carry on to next year, the, the challenges you face, the issues you face with your workforce, or are there going to be any, can you predict any kind of new uh, disruptions coming on the horizon perhaps? It, it's, it seems quite a facile thing to say for a, an agency that works with refugees because there's kind of, it's, it's quite da <laughs> not dangerous as such, but um, you know, it's certainly a high stakes organisation, so yeah, just wondering your thoughts there. Indeed, um, for us, we, we, let's say, the, how we operate usually is based on, uh, we try to stabilize to the extent possible, but we respond to emergencies. That's our nature of work. So we're kind of already dealing with uh, uncertainty throughout the, our um, nature of work, but all those disruptions like the pandemic, the supply chain uh, disruption was a big, has affected us greatly uh, to respond and deliver um, humanitarian assistance where needed, for example. So now as we're moving forward, we're trying to predict more. I think it, it, this is what's going to help us to be ready for what's going to come next. Um, we set up more resilient um, systems, but also a resilient workforce uh, that can deliver uh, no matter what and find ways. And this also is linked to how strong we are in networking, on establishing uh, partnership, new partnerships, especially with the private sector, with governments and authorities. My final question is whether you'd like to see the, the sort of things that you're doing, the sort of things that are successful for you, um, play out across other businesses around the world? Is there any anything that's particularly working in terms of what your learning and development strategy has been like that you think might you, you might want to see kind of adopted and adapted by other uh, businesses? I think what we're, um, what we're looking at here is uh, a learning that is driven by the learner. And um, so learning that is driven by the learner is something that is also a cultural shift for for the way the learners are in in big organizations. Like they're they're used to you know you hold a workshop, there's a presentation, and but moving forward, having giving them this agency feels to be more empowering for them as individuals, but also for agencies. What we would like to see more is um, the use of technology and digitalization coupled with the. Uh, let's say, good decision-making abilities and, and strong leadership. I think this this cocktail will be very helpful for us and the others, hopefully.
Cool. Um, well, Rima, thank you so much uh, for talking to Unleashcast. Enjoy the rest of the show. Um, I hope it's been, you know, it seems like it's been a good one for you so far, and that's really, really good to hear. And Happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you, John. Great stuff. Thanks. Thank you.